Hello, welcome to Sellagist. My name is Sadon Amos, the Jesus Season Boy. Welcome to my podcast. Alright, if you had followed my social media handles, you realize I mentioned earlier today that I was going to talk about expanding your relational capacity if you must remain relevant within your relationship space. That's profound, right? There's a place of being relevant. There's a place of asking a person out, you know, starting an official relationship, you know, or seeing somebody you like and wanting something beautiful to come out of it and then making a move. It's not enough to make a move, but there's a place of creating enough capacity to be able to contain the person and the possibility of any other thing the person might be carrying. It could be their baggages. It could be their faults. It could be their pains. It could be their reservation. These and other factors are possible capacities that one needs to create and nurture if they must remain relevant in their relationship. Alright, I'm going to be talking about telling a story about myself, story of myself and a possible relationship I had in the past and how um, a whole lot went wrong because I didn't understand the space of creating capacity. You know, as, as vague as it may sound, that was when I realized by inspiration and discovery that there is a place of creating capacity in every relationship or every possible, you know, proposed relationship. There's a place for you to create capacity to contain not just what the person is, you know, is, but to contain the possibility of the abundance of, 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 of so much that the person has taken out time, quality time to develop in them. That was the period where I learned this practically and it was not a palatable experience. It was not a sweet experience, although the process was amazing. But when I came about that, I discovered that because the only reason why the relationship didn't work out, it was because I did not know that there is a place of creating capacity. For me, I just thought it was just, you know, ask her out, go out on a few days, share my intentions with her. And, you know, she accepts me from that point because obviously she liked me. She was more exposed than I was, she, you know, had more influence, more connections, you know, and the likes of those. But then that was not a factor for her. She liked me for who I was. She liked me for my resilience. She liked me for being real, you know, being sensitive enough to pick up certain signals at points, you know, she she was most most vulnerable at, you know, I was, I was so so much that person she wanted to be with because obviously she has tried a whole lot of them okay forgive me for saying that but here it goes here's the story on a beautiful afternoon i went to see a friend you know she was admitted in the hospital and you know had an attack and you know series of episodes and the likes of those and i just went to see him and on my way there i called him and asked him what would he like to eat because I thought to stop by, you know, get something, you know, some food or fruits. 
you know, just something for him, just so I don't get to the hospital empty-handed and the likes of it. So he told me what he wants. So I branched to a nearby restaurants and I got him a local food here in Nigeria. You know, we call Amala and Iwedu. You know, forgive that language. But it's a favorite food here in Nigeria. If you're in Nigeria, you will know you know what I'm talking about, especially if you're from the western part of Nigeria. So he told me what he wants. I got there. I got it. And as soon as I got to the hospital, there's this gorgeous lady sitting right next to him that, you know, he's a friend to him as well. So I didn't know her. I didn't know who she was as of then. You know, a lot of people were rallying all around her and the guy in question and the, 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 a whole lot was just going on that I didn't really care to find out where he was. I was just concerned about the fact that my friend was ill. He was, you know, lying down in the hospital bed and I needed to go and see him. You know, as soon as I got there, got him the food, immediately he opened up and, you know, he started eating. And it caught her attention. She looked at it, she turned and looked at me and mentioned the place where I got the food. And I was surprised because of the way she was dressed and the likes of that. She didn't look like a caliber of person that could, you know, know that kind of a place or go eat from that kind of a place. And I was, I was surprised. I was like, okay, do you know the place? She said, she just nodded her head and she smiled. So I... You know, so we got talking, um, we gisted, and at the end of the whole thing, I left. I think I left her there that day. And the following day, I came again, I met her the third day. And I can't really remember how it happened, but we exchanged contacts. You know, we started talking over WhatsApp, uh, started chatting, started getting to know each other, and the likes of all that. So, long story short, um, a whole lot happened. You know, a whole lot of bridges crossed, water went under the bridge. And, you know, we, we realized that we, we, we liked each other and, you know, we decided let's give a relationship a try. Although it has not been decided, but I knew she liked me and I liked her. And, you know, we're just talking as friends, trying to, you know, get to know each other and the likes of those. And one weekend we spent the weekend together. You know, and the following weekend we spend the weekend together, and then it now transcend to the point where we started spending the weekdays, you know, together and the likes of those. And one beautiful day, something happened. I can't remember what happened. Something happened, and we decided to stay apart. Not that we were fighting or something. You know, we were two different people with, you know, spiritual in depth and understanding and relationship with God and the likes of those. And I don't know, something just happened. And we decided to stay apart for a while. You know, I was bothered. She was worried. We just wanted to get it right. We didn't want to get involved in stuff that we messed up the relationship and erase, you know, the God factor in our relationship. We didn't want to mess that up. So, you know, I was worried as I'm sure she was worried as well. You know, so one day I was, I think I drove to her area and I was driving back and I was worried. I was just praying in my spirit. You know, I was riding a bike. So, I got to a point and I heard clearly in my spirit, you know, about the possibility of creating capacity to contain not just what, not just a person that comes into your space, but to contain that which the person contains. Okay, maybe I should say that again. 
There's a place in every relationship where you have to create capacity not only to carry the person that you are in a relationship with, but also to carry whatever it is that they are carrying. Whatever it is they are carrying is a capacity, is a weight that they have been carrying over a period of time until you get and push yourself to the point where you develop the ability to carry what they are carrying. There will always be problems in your relationship because when they're trying to explain certain things, you will not understand. When they try to paint a picture, you will not understand because you are not seeing what they are seeing. That's why there's a place of creating capacity to contain the person you're interested and that which they have created capacity for over the years. It is possible it took them 10 years to become who they are. Career-wise, family projection-wise, you know, relational-wise, their expectation-wise, their financial balance, and their ideologies at large. It takes time. It takes a lot of resources. It takes energy. It's possible it took them 10, 15, 20 years to build that as a reality, as an ideology that is embedded in them. Until you create a capacity to contain everything that they contain, there will always be misrepresentation and misunderstanding. So I'm going to cut the story short right here and then and bring your consciousness to this and let you know that if your relationship is not working at this time and you have tried and tried and tried you need to sit back down and step out of the relationship and look at it again from the beginning into the process and convince yourself of the possibility of you not creating enough capacity to contain what they are contained. Like I mentioned earlier when I started the podcast, I talk about insecurity is a capacity. Insecurity is a capacity. It's something they are carrying as a load. Pains of the past relationship they have had, a past experience, is a capacity that you need to create, create room to contain that if you must enjoy a fulfilling and happy relationship. Until your spouse is happy, reasonably, you cannot enjoy your relationship with them. Expand your relational capacity if you must remain relevant within the sphere of your relationship space. Your relationship with that person, be it intimacy or platonic, your relationship with that person, it is space. That the both of you get into to enjoy the company of each other until you understand the ability or create an ability to expand in capacity. There will come a point where either they outgrow you or you outgrow them and the relationship eventually becomes boring for either you or for them. If your relationship is that important to you, if your love life, your intimacy commitment, your romance, if it's that important to you, sit back down, count the cost, convince yourself of the possibility of expanding and creating more room to contain and curtail everything they bring to the relational team. As you're watching them, watch yourself, mark your steps. Be sure you don't step on your toes. 
Thank you for listening to my podcast. My name again is Adam Evers, aka the Jesus Boy, and this is Synergies.